Hello, beautiful world. I'm Megan. And I'm Emma. Today's episode of Beauty Theory Podcast is starting a beauty business. Oh my God, and I'm tripping over my words. Starting a beauty business. Mistakes made and money wasted. Yes, but before we start, uh, what's up? I don't know. Super Bowl was yesterday. It was. I didn't watch uh, one second of the game. I didn't either, actually. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I was like, I don't really need to watch this. But I did do Super Bowl food and Super Bowl drinks. Yeah. I was like, because what's the best part of the Super Bowl? Food. Food. And drinking. Duh. Yeah. So (laughs) we like, we actually like turned it on for a second and then it was like, uh, I was like, is this going to be the whole time? Just, I don't know. My um, my husband <laughs> sounded like a it. whole brainwashing session. Honestly, I, I didn't even like. Honestly, I usually will sit and watch the commercials, but yeah. I didn't even I didn't even watch any of the commercials except for one. My sister texted me. She's like, "There was Wayne's World," so I went and watched the Wayne's World one. But mm-hmm. Cardi B was, was there in any it. funny ones? I wonder if there's any funny ones. That was the only thing. I, I don't know. Usually they post it. Yeah. On social media, so I've just been like, kind of disappointed in Super Bowl commercials the last two years. So I kind of was like, whatever. Yeah. So we just watched uh, funny YouTube videos instead. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I watched Parks and Rec the whole time, <laughs> and I listened to a book too. Like, um, and what? Oh, I did watch the the halftime show though. Oh, oh, the weekend. Yeah, it I like the good. weekend. I like the weekend. It was too, okay. I didn't watch it wasn't it. like, oh my god, that was awesome. But it was alright. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what else see. have you been up to? You've um, done some fun things. I did. I just got back from Disney World. Yes. And that was so much fun. And if you're like me and you don't like the general public, now is the time to go to Disney World. <laughs> because it's 25% capacity and the social distancing lines is the best thing ever. <laughs> because no one's in your personal bubble. People aren't bumping into you. People aren't up your ass when you're waiting in line. It's fantastic. And you're never standing in line. You're constantly walking because everybody's six feet apart. Um, so yeah, I was more like Was zen. that your favorite part? That was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> was there any other highlights from your trip? Um, Yes. So while on um, the Donald Duck ride, and you Disney World people know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> I've been on it a million times, so I'm on Instagram while <laughs> we're on the ride, and the dog breeder um, that we're getting our our boy pup from released the litter that I've had my eye on, uh-huh. and so Brent and I put a deposit down whilst on the Donald Duck ride on another puppy. So we were supposed to come home from Disney World and the very next day hop in the car and go down to Temecula, which is in Southern California, to pick up our boy pup. Well, the breeder was nice enough to hold him over. And um, so we're going over this coming weekend to get two puppies now. (laughs) So I'm just I'm so excited about it. But yeah, so puppies galore in my house. I'm going to have, it's like having two twin babies, newborn babies, which I'm okay with. It's fine. We've got four people in the house to help out. So it's not just me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Uh, I feel uh, like puppies are like, uh, Nora's now six months old and she's like getting better and learning the boundaries, but like still... There's always something going on. She keeps going and trying to eat my neighbor's chickens. Well, she's a dog. I, 
Yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> well, She's out there massacring chickens. I'm like, I can't it, have this. It, it happens. <laughs> yeah, and I like, I don't have, like, where I live, I'm on property. I don't have fences. Like, it's just, if there's fences, it's barbed wire fences yeah. which she can get under. Yeah. So I have to install this, like, in-ground fencing around my entire property. And then she'll have, like, a collar on so it'll, like, zap her if she crosses oh. over. But it's just, like, a big it's a big task yeah yeah well and plus she's a herding animal yeah like you know she likes to herd yeah see (laughs) you can't stop nature (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think industry wise what's happening oh yes um so us in california as a whole um the beauty federation is in the middle of suing gavin newsom and um, I'm not really sure what's going on. It's been kind of quiet, and I haven't really been following it because, in all honesty, I'm just over it. Yeah, but on what grounds? Like, what is there? Um, do you know more about that? For, like, the closure and pretty much, like, discriminating against, like, us working and because we're safe. The whole, it's the whole, yeah, you know. What everybody else has been feeling. Yes. Um, I do know. Um, I would like to know more on that. Actually, I think we should look into that because um, I think that that would be something, even though I know like most of us are so over it, like we can't, we can't be over it. I think we do need to continue to voice, yeah, our, voice ourselves and never let anything like this happen to us again into our industry again. Yeah. And, we were just swept under the rug all this fucking year and I mean I know so many of us just got to that fuck it mindset and was like I'm gonna do what I need to do to you know keep my business running but I mean we really can't have our government doing this to us it's not okay yeah and and like I have you guys you know and everybody else knows I've been on top of it but like I'm like kind of like you it's like fuck I just need a break yeah no I get that I just need a break yeah and on repeat yeah but i'm good that's glad i'm glad that the beauty federation is still doing something yeah to Um, advocate for us yeah which is fantastic um oh we're at 1.4 million signatures on recalling gavin newsom we need 1.5 million so i think we're pretty much there yeah so that's good news for us Mm -hmm. californians um i'm trying to think what else there was something and i forgot I forgot what it was. Okay. What about you? Anything new? Um, I went snowboarding recently oh. for like the first time in like uh, since I was sixteen. So like, dang, a long time. Nice. <laughs> Very. And awesome. I actually did really good. I got off the bunny hill. All right. <laughs> I'm really glad I was wearing a helmet. I did eat shit a couple times. <laughs> but it's cool being. Um, older and going snowboarding and there's a fucking bar at the top what? of the ski oh lift my god are you kidding me yeah you gotta go up to the top of the ski lift wait which one did you go to i went to sierra at tahoe there's a bar on top of the hill yeah that might make me go up there yeah it was so it was it's like a cool. reward it it was <laughs> oh so i got so a cool. beer at the top and then you go down got some whiskey and cokes at the bottom and then went back up that's amazing i love oh that reminds me which is industry-related, but also alcohol. Um, the Face and Body Expo is this coming June in Vegas. Yeah! And we're going to Vegas! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it would be kind of cool to do an episode on that after we go. Yes. Just to, like, recap and, 
you know, okay. depending on like how I feel. I may or may not take classes. I don't know. Usually when I get there, I just I'm really just interested in the expo, you know, like I feel like typically when I go, I walk around and then I go to classes the rest of the time. Um, but I also think nowadays there's so much online education yeah. that it's almost like me. Yeah. Unless there's something that I like a new product line or something that I'm, yeah. think I'm you know, starting that I want to go to their classes. Oh, let's just be honest. I'm just excited to buy shit and go to Vegas. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> that's just me. But, you know, if you go to a class, sure, I'll go. So Whatever. June. 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 We're going to it's Vegas. June 21st. You know what would be really cool huh. is to do a podcast live from Vegas. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. Yeah. In our room. Yeah. We'll get a hotel room and we're going to do it. Oh, my God. Yes. This okay. Is We're going to do Vegas edition too. So. Okay. Let's do Because <laughs> I think Sue's really interested in going too. So yeah, let's throw go her into the. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> you hear it first. We're doing it and in Vegas. And it's totally a business write off. <laughs> it really is. I mean, technically. No, legitimately. It is. We're podcasting and it's, learning some yeah. industry okay. stuff. Okay. I like. I like. I like this. <laughs> All right, let's get on to our topic, which is um, starting a beauty business and mistakes made and money wasted. Now, um, Emma and I, well, actually, Emma made some really amazing notes. So I'm going to let you start off um, because I'm not as prepared as you. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because I totally like last night, like we talked on Saturday about you know, doing this, mm-hmm. this topic, I was like, what topic are we doing again? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, this. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna think of some notes. Didn't think about it all weekend until last <laughs> night at like 11 <laughs> o'clock. And I was like, oh, shit. And I like pull out my phone and it just like poured out yeah. onto the notes. I was like, well, I'm really glad that I waited and that like all of this came through. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, let's just talk about like the logistics of starting a business, like the the actual like um, steps, legal steps, and yeah. um, like boring shit that you have to do to start a beauty yeah. business. Okay. So, um, just what you're you're gonna need um, to start a beauty business, you're obviously gonna need a business license. So for, that's always just a must. Yeah. So whatever um, depending, like whatever city you're in, like we're in Folsom, so we have our business license through the city of Folsom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does depend on what city and county that you're in. Yeah, because so, then that was going to be one thing. You have to look up your county guidelines and what you're going to need. Um, if you're a business and you are operating in, um, say you're operating in Folsom, but you also have another business in um, like Roseville or another city, yeah. you have to hold two different business licenses right. for each city that you're in. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. I mean, not crazy. I mean, you like if you're in business, obviously you need a license. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one really comes in and enforces it. Um, but it's one of those things. At least here in Folsom, they don't. Yeah. But um, it's something that you need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which luckily our Folsom business license, like for here, I it's not that much. I can't no. Remember. I like, think starting off it's like 110, but to renew it's like. Between forty and sixty dollars a year, something like that. Yeah, I honestly think it's less than that. I feel like I remember paying like about like twenty five, thirty five bucks to renew my license. Well, dang, I'm getting ripped off then. 
maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, other things you're going to need, um, well, if you have a beauty business, you're going to need an establishment license yes. through the Board of Barbering and Cosmetology. Um, yes. That is an absolute must. Bust. Yeah. You can't just have your um, esthetician license up or no. your cosmetology license up. You have to have an establishment license for your building. Yeah. Um, and here's where it gets kind of complicated, too. Um, so let's say that you're in a, like a Phoenix Salon Suite situation. You in, Each individual needs an establishment license. Now, us, we own a beauty parlor. Not all of our, like all our renters do not need an establishment license. Just we need the establishment license. That's why it kind of gets a little complicated. And that's like the number one question that's asked on all of the aesthetic and cosmetology um, like Facebook groups. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm renting a place in this beauty parlor. Do I need an establishment license? No, you don't. It's not that it's that's just not how it works. And that's I don't know why it just kind of gets complicated. Yeah, because so. I remember when I was in a sola salon suite that I had my own establishment license for my studio. Um, but yeah, as soon as we moved over here, me and me and Megan got an establishment license together um, that we're both under. Yeah. Um, even though our businesses um, are separate, technically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's where the business license kicks in because, you know, we own Kismet Beauty Parlor, but I own aesthetics by megan and she owns sdma and like sue she owns dandelion waxing studio we have our own businesses under this one establishment yeah and i think that's why a lot of people get kind of confused yeah i remember when we were we were going through the establishment license process us getting confused on that yes and like what do we really need right and, and then i remember i think you talked to them on the phone and they're like mm-hmm. no no you just need one right yeah so um other things oh one thing that you'll have to get is a fictitious business yeah or a fictitious name permit right through and the county and this is one thing because i uh pulling information from <laughs> i worked at blue shield of california and i worked in the department where i had to um check credentials the doctor's credentials and um, do background checks and we had to make sure that they had fictitious name permits and this is one thing that i always remember you don't need a fictitious name permit <coughs> at this is Sac County or California as a whole. I don't know about other states, and I'm assuming it still it works this way. But if it has your name, so like SD Emma, you don't need a fictitious name. Yeah, because my name, Emma, right. is in it. Aesthetics by Megan, I don't need it. Kismet Beauty Parlor, yes, because it's not your given name in it. So if it, as long as it doesn't have your name in it, then you don't need a fictitious name permit. And that's why there's a lot of businesses. Like there's one... Um, that's why you'll see a lot of like beauty industry like companies or businesses that have someone's name they're going through that loophole because it's kind of a pain in the ass to get a fictitious name permit because afterwards you have to um put an ad out in a local (laughs) paper yeah i remember that (laughs) i remember literally like calling i was like calling all the different newspaper companies they give you like this list yeah and i remember like calling them and being like how much do you charge for this how much do you charge and, yeah like, it was just like ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's like you just choose like the cheapest yeah, one i was like what's the <laughs> cheapest one i did like it wasn't even Folsom. i remember like calling the Folsom telegraph and then they're being like oh it's just such such price and you don't have to do this and i was like no, yeah that sounds that. like a bunch of bullshit <laughs> like i don't need to be in the Folsom telegraph no, no offense but uh, we, and I think we like ended up doing it out of like Davis yeah. or something. It was like, 
like something that was like a city that wasn't even like yeah. relevant to us really whatever <laughs> i was like well we're in there this kind of segues and i know we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about <laughs> actually we're gonna talk about this later on in the the episode um during like the mistakes we made but um I almost got sued for trademark. Um, yeah, I wrote that down, actually. Yeah, so I want to dive into that later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's a good conversation mm-hmm. later on in this episode. But anyway, go ahead. Um, other other permits and licenses that you're going to need. You're mm-hmm. going to need a reseller's permit if yep. you're doing um, any retail sales. Um, that's another one that you get through the county. Um and then you have to obviously you want to keep track of your uh, retail sales throughout the year yeah. and uh, make sure that you're charging your clients tax on your retail because you're going to end up having to pay the county um, some money for your sales. Yeah. And you want to that just to come out of the taxes that you charged your um, clients. So what you want to do is you want to look up your local tax taxes like for your for your area what the percentage is and Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you like whatever um pls system you're using you can um input that in and it'll it'll keep track of it all i use square and so Mm -hmm. i just put it in it keeps track of it all of it for me so when i need to go pay my um fictitious or sorry my reseller's permit um every year i just pull that you know what my sales were and i can makes it easy for you Makes it easy. Yep, because the government wants their money. Yeah. <laughs> um, insurance. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. That's that's one of our requirements. If you're a renter in here, you absolutely need insurance. Yeah, we ask you for a copy yeah. of your insurance and, policy. And in all honesty, if you don't have insurance, you're stupid. I'm sorry. I love you all, but you're dumb if you don't have insurance. Yeah, I don't, I've never had to use it, but that's why we have it. Better, better to have it than not have it at all. Mm-hmm. I have known people who been very fortunate that they had insurance yeah same yeah we always got that like scare tactic story in school the one million dollar (laughs) facial didn't yeah (laughs) um yeah so you don't want to you don't want to be screwed guys anyway (laughs) um let's see here what else do we got on this list um let's get into i feel like that's all of like the the absolute the absolute must, must all of like the paperwork shit yeah. that you have to do i mean that you have to do it yeah you just, you have, just have to, to. Um, and once it's in place it's super easy because then it's just like you're you're getting your renewals and you, like you don't really have to do anything with that afterwards just yeah. pay your renewal fees each year for and it's all, all tax it, you know you, it's a write-off yeah all of that so i mean <laughs> at least there's that I was watching. Uh, do you watch Shit's Creek ever? Um, once in a while. Okay, so David in in Shit's Creek, he's working for like this boutique, and he gets like the company credit card, and he just starts buying just like all this like random shit that he shouldn't be buying, <laughs> and he's like, "It's a write off. It's a write off." And his dad's like, "No, do you know what a write off is?" <laughs> um, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, you just." Write it, it off. You write it off, and he's like, he's like, but who pays for it? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, I was just like laughing because honestly, sometimes I write things off, and I'm like, can I write this? Yeah, off? I know. Is this a write off? It's like that meme that's going around. I just did my taxes. I should be in jail by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I always get so paranoid I when too. I do taxes. I I'm do like, too. I don't know. I don't know. 
Which we should do a podcast on, <laughs> on taxes and, oh and write it off. We should probably get a tax professional. We in probably here should. <laughs> I could probably learn a lot. Um, so I think, like for me, when I started my beauty business, what like really you know got it going and got you know me have clients in and stuff was um, marketing, yeah, um, advertising. And the kind of the avenues that I did that with. And that's another thing that I kind of, um, it goes along with like wasted, wasted money and it goes along with mistakes made and yeah. kind of like, that was something that was like kind of trial and error for me. Um, I had prior to opening my business, I had worked for a startup, um, um, medical spa and I had learned a lot, you know, about, you know, marketing and advertising through social media platforms. So that really gave me, I felt like an upper hand in starting my business. And so that's really where I focused my attention on, um, building a clientele was using, um, Instagram, um, and Facebook and using ads through, um, I felt like I had a lot of success through um, Instagram ads and Facebook ads um, in the beginning, and that was really helpful. Yeah. Um, Having a – building a presence on social media. So, like, even if I – I remember, like, when I first started microblading, and I would be so hard on myself. I'm like, oh, this is just, like – those brows just didn't – they didn't turn out – they're not perfect. Like, I would find flaws in them, and I wouldn't want to post. And I would just be like, no, I have to. I have to post them. And, like, I had to post because I had to have content up there. And, yeah. and, you know, now I look back, like I'll scroll to like the end of my Instagram and I'll be like, I, I can see like my improvement too throughout the years, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just like so glad that I like pushed through that like lack of confidence yeah. <laughs> and just post it anyways, because that's really what did get me to be successful and right. having clients. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I starting off like really truly uh, looking back I really I don't know how I (laughs) I don't know how I lucked out and got clients because I was like you but I like I would post but I wouldn't really post a lot and I wasn't willing to spend money to like you know do Facebook marketing or Instagram marketing um or no, my budget was like five dollars a week. Yeah, like I had I had no fucking money. Yeah. I was literally starting from scratch. I had no clients. I didn't the place that I worked prior to, I I didn't take any clients with me when I left. I you same. Know, I yeah. I was doing something different than I was doing there anyway. So it's like not like I could have taken clients with me. Right. And so yeah, I was starting from scratch. Um, that was one thing that I did too in the beginning was. Um, oh. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I use Groupon. Same. I, I, used, I was about to say. I used Groupon in the beginning. And why I used Groupon in the beginning was because I wanted to build my portfolio. I wanted to have picture yeah. content for my Instagram because I knew that, that in the end that was going to pay off. And so even though I lost money doing Groupons, mm-hmm. um, I had I ended up having all these pictures of right. these, these services yeah and so that was like my thing I was like I just need to build this portfolio and then like it, it, the people are gonna come right 
the, that's my actual good clients right. that I want to keep. Right. No offense to Groupon clients. Well, you I all mean, are shitty. Well, they are. And <laughs> I mean, I like, and I, I know that you know, and I know that the majority of our listeners know that I, I hate Groupon, but I, <laughs> but I have to say thank you to them yeah. because I, I was similar to Emma. Like I jumped ship. I had maybe two clients that I was able to bring with me because the spa that I, I worked at, I mean, they, I didn't, they made my appointments for me. So, I mean, there was a couple that, like, found me and, like, kind of trickled in. Mm-hmm. But I, I did, um, I had to get Groupon. And it was just one of those, fuck, I hate it, but I have to do it just to get some income in. Um, and God damn it. Like, I'd say about 90, 98% of Groupon clients are, are horrible. Horrible. Well, they're just clients that are out looking for the discounts right. and the deals. And, yeah. and they're usually typically like, I can say to this day, I don't have a single Groupon client that continues to come and see me. Right. They are people, like I said, they're out looking for deals. And, yeah. and so, yeah. Yeah. They, no, I, and that's the thing is that, um, which is a good segue into making mistakes too, um, because and I've told a few Groupon stories in our prior podcast, but um, you know you'll get the um, double dippers when it comes to uh, Groupon, mm-hmm. and like you know you have this cheap service, and they call and they want the service again, and so they buy another Groupon, and so you're like, okay, like you're a paying client, like okay, I'll take you, and then it just set it's like snowballs. Yeah. So that's one thing when you're starting a business, it's really hard to get into that mindset, but you have to be. Um, you have to be concrete in your in your rules and tell them no i'm sorry i'm not going to take you if you want you could pay the full price because blah 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 all right so (laughs) i would say my advice advice with groupon is use it and then get rid of it it. yeah build your portfolio with your groupon people those are like like i was doing microblading i was like if you're gonna pay you know, a hundred bucks to get your fucking eyebrows done, then you <laughs> are a practice model. Yes. Like you are. I'm I'm new. I'm starting out. I'm practicing on your face. Yeah. I did I did fifty people on Groupon for like a hundred dollar brows and I was like, All right, I'm good. Like yeah. I got my practice people in. I don't need to do this anymore. And so then I I just canceled yeah. it. Same. Um, I think it's important to have a presence on a lot of different social media platforms, mm-hmm. um, but narrow in on one so you're not like all over, all the, place. over the place. Like for me, I have you know I have a Facebook account for that that I never check. I have an automated <laughs> message on my Facebook. If you message me on Facebook, it goes like, I don't go on here. Um, text me and it has my phone number up there something yeah. like that it was like <laughs> I don't know exactly yeah. what said. something more professional than that but it's like <laughs> I don't fucking use Facebook yeah Facebook is the devil uh, <laughs> it is <laughs> uh, hi Facebook live <laughs> <laughs> um anyways uh, and then I have a Yelp page, which <laughs> don't get me started on fucking Yelp. Wait. Actually, let's start on Yelp because <laughs> I know it's it's a necessary evil like Groupon. But God damn it. If you don't like if it, please don't use Yelp. People out there that Yelp, please stop. Like use Instagram and fucking Facebook or Google Plus or Google or whatever. Yelp is the devil. I don't know. Okay, so like I have definitely have this love and hate relationship with Yelp too for for many reasons. Okay, one, I've done advertising through Yelp and I 
found no benefit in it. Yeah. At all. I actually, that was a money wasted for me. Uh That was something that I was spending, I was spending like, I want to say five to eight hundred dollars a month on Yelp advertising. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, do you know what that means for me? Okay, I charge five hundred and fifty dollars for microblading. That means I just need Yelp to get me one to two clients, and it is paid for the advertising. Right. The entire I think I I had it for like three months, and I got zero fucking crickets, zero. Yeah. And I'm like, and I remember calling them, being like, I just need like one fucking booking from you yeah. guys one and then this is like worth my while and by the third month i just was like yeah i can't do that and they're like you're in a contract and i'm like no i've read the contract you're just trying to screw me over like no um the one thing that i did get out of yelp is um i was able to meet a really cool videographer that made me a really awesome commercial that i only would have connected through through yelp which was cool um and I, I've gotten a lot of good reviews on Yelp. Oh, let's talk about reviews for a second with Yelp. Um, me, on the other hand, you mm-hmm. know, they like if you're a business owner, you already know that you constantly get phone calls from um, Yelp. And if you see the area code 408, you know, oh, that's fucking Yelp. So decline. <laughs> um, so I refuse to pay that because, again, I'm a cheapskate and I'm not about to pay that. I didn't. I, I'm not as adventurous as Emma when it comes to that. And I applaud you, uh, Emma. But so I refused. So I have, I think now, 25 five-star reviews. All five stars. No four-star, no three, no two, no one. 25 five-star reviews. As I continually declined their calls, and I did answer a couple times, and I said, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not paying you for clicks, as they say, or bookings. Um, they systematically started taking away my reviews. So um, last time I checked a couple months ago, it looks like I have like four, four reviews. Yeah. Four so of them. That's that's just absolutely. You know, Yelp, they have this documentary about them called like the. The Billion Dollar, dollar bully. bully. Yeah. And you guys and, should watch and, it. And, and you know what's so crazy is I've actually heard a lot of other small business owners. I had I had a small business owner tell me when I was starting my business do not make a yelp account for your business do not do it people will make one for you though yeah they will yeah if they want to leave you a review they can make Mm -hmm. a a page but i've been really fortunate where i only have one bad review on my yelp and uh, let me just tell you that i never even saw this client yeah and they wrote me a shitty review that's the thing too like (laughs) hands down like if she would have met me i guarantee you that wouldn't have been on there but I think Yelp is a breeding ground for um, horridness. And let me just tell you why. <laughs> what word did you just Horridness. Use? Horridness. Hor- not whoreness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just need you to clarify that for me. No worries. Um, so I'm just, I've seen this a million times and I'm, I, I, I'm lucky that I don't have people that hate me. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're out there. I know you're out there. I know there's people that hate me and <laughs> okay. But oh, Jesus Christ, now I'm I'm asking people for to do this, but don't please. Um, I've heard many stories where like, for instance, a friend of mine owns uh, a beauty parlor and some person uh, this chick hates her, just hates her for I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But she it's her like goal in life to continually put really bad reviews about her business. And because my friend who refuses to pay that money to yelp 
what they do is if you have bad reviews, they'll take away the good ones and put the bad reviews front and center. Yeah. So it's so um, they're trying to manipulate you, right? And um, it's just it's I hate it. Now, when it comes to this, this is why I love Google Plus because I was just gonna say we should talk about Google. Yeah, it's it's amazing, <laughs> and their customer service is way better than Yelp because if you do get a false one star review, mm-hmm. they'll actually listen to you and go, okay, we'll take it off. Yeah, I've actually had that happen on Google. I was just re- just remembering this yeah. now as you're talking about you know reviews. I remember like really early on, I got a review on Google and I go and click on it and like, you know how it will say the name. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have a client by that name. Like I've, it was like some, like it was a weird name too that I was like, I would know if I've seen that person. Like I've never seen that person. So I remember reaching out and, and the, and the review also, it wasn't like, there was no detail. Like there was no like. Uh, I came in for this (laughs) this service and this happened. Like there was nothing that like gave it like that it was my business. It was just like super generic. Yeah. Like bad review. And you're like, can you tell me more? Like I can't change anything. So anyways, I remember reaching out to Google and being like, I have no record of this person as a client. Like and this review doesn't make any sense for my business and what services I offer. And they reviewed it, and they were like, yeah, no, this doesn't make sense. And the person who – they actually did even a little bit more research for me. The person who wrote the review on the business wasn't – didn't even live anywhere near <laughs> the business. So it was just, like, like it was bizarre. So I was very um, impressed with Google for yeah. actually, like, doing that. Like, if I get a review and it's a warranted, you know, right. review, own it. Own then it. I will totally own it. Yeah. And I will, you know, I always try will try to make it, you know – not saying the customer's always right, but I would try to do my best to resolve a situation yeah. or come up with make a solution them happy. And, yeah. and do it and, and fix it and then hopefully make them happy and then they would hopefully go back and change the review or take right. the review down Yeah, um, if I was able to do that for them. Right. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about Google because I actually really like Google a lot. I do like, too. Um, after like, I kind of got burnt with Yelp and marketing, I was like, oh, I just don't even want to spend money on marketing. Like you know um so I was just doing a lot of Instagram ads but I I kept people kept coming in and I'd be like how did you hear about me and they'd be like Google yeah and I was like all right they're like I just googled you and I was like all right and I was like how far down was I and they're yeah. like yeah you're like a little bit further right. down yeah. so I was like huh so then I started advertising with Google and I got um like when you advertise with and Google it's free most <laughs> of the time Google, Google advertising with Google's free. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about yeah. that and like um, searchability and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I actually pay. I don't. I haven't paid this whole year because of the whole um, pandemic yeah. and stuff going on. But um, prior to, I was paid. I think around like two hundred dollars a month just to like have a presence on Google. Yeah. And I every time someone comes in, I always ask, "How did you hear about me?" And they either say Instagram, Google, or word of mouth. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's important as, um, when you are starting a business, when people are coming in, keep track of where you're getting clients from, because that could be different for anybody. Like you could be more successful on Facebook than me. Cause like, I don't right. ever hear people go, Oh, I found you on Facebook. Cause I don't like Facebook. I don't use yeah. Facebook. I'm yeah. not present on that platform. Um, 
I think everybody uses Google like every yeah. day. Like there's not one day that I'm not on Google searching. Yeah. Whenever you're like, where mm-hmm. should we eat? Restaurants near me on yeah. Google. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, Google's a really good space to use and they're, they seem to be the most professional, I feel like, in customer service um, oriented out right. of and places it, I've worked with. So you you do a business page and you could do like me because again I'm a cheapskate and I do the free advertisement which like it's kind of like a social media kind of platform but not really you can mm-hmm. post things yeah and things will might pop up once in a while but you could go Emma's route and like pay for it and it like always pops up so I mean it depends on like you know how serious you are about yeah marketing. I really like that about um, Google too because yeah there's a Google business app like Megan was saying you can go on there and you can create posts like as if you were like on Instagram right. so I'll go up there and I'll add photos of um, my business space you add photos of your work your portfolio um, and then your and then um, the one thing that you want to keep in mind about Google is that um, they they have um, they use a lot of like tag tag words mm-hmm. and um what am I trying to say? Is that the right word? Yeah, Ta- taglines. Ta- yeah. Ta- yeah. Taglines and tag works. Yeah. So um, when you're marketing through them, you want to use words in your descriptions that are searchable. Like, so like when I post something on there, I'll be like, um, Fulsa microblading, you know, esthetic, like all the like, all like your hashtags on Instagram all, that like, you would the use. searchable words, like words that you would use, like uh, esthetician who does microblading near me. Like yeah, you use all those. Yeah, words. you want to use those <laughs> words when you're yeah. when you're creating your Google, and that's another thing. Um, website having a website, mm-hmm. yeah, is really important to it have. Is. So um, I have a website, and on my website, I try to use searchable words because Google, usually through your your website platform, you can go in, and um, the more like reoccurring searchable words that you have on your website the more google registers that the more searchable you are on google yes so if it says microblading 500 times on my website i'm probably going to pop up for microblading right and if it says fulsome a bunch of times and stuff on my website it's probably going to microblading fulsome when someone searched that it's going to go oh this person's website says that a bunch of fucking times so i'm going to pull that up yeah that's going to be a good hit for you and that's that's super true because my like i'd say a handful a, like a month like I'll ask a new client like how did you find me well hey no I found you because uh I your website pulled up when I searched that kind of thing and yeah. it's just you know something and the cool thing about Google going back to Google is that they'll actually give you the analytics yeah they'll like tell you like okay um like this is how many people search and this, this phrase yeah this phrase and like this is how many people found you with that and so and it's free Mm-hmm. So and that's really nice. Whereas Yelp could suck it. Yeah. D. So I feel like if you're just wanting to start off with one platform, yeah, Google's Google probably the most best. Definitely de- best. Even over Instagram, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like I love having my portfolio up there, and I, lo- I feel like a lot of um, people find me on there. But definitely, the majority of people find me on Google or word of mouth. See, yeah, and with me, I think the majority of people that um, find me is on Instagram and it's hashtags. Yeah, that's I, I'd say about more than half of my clients have found me on Instagram. Yeah. And it's just, you, you know, using the proper hashtags, which yeah. I mean, if you're a young person, you already know how to do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about um, 
let's talk a little bit more about having a website. I think having a website, like it's, it's important yeah, to have really a website. Is. And I think there's so many different platforms out there that you can easily, like you don't have to go out and have someone build you this extravagant w- website. No. Um, you can go on and easily just do a template yeah. website and just have your logo up there, your services and your location. And it doesn't have to be super elaborate. Like my, I mean, my website right now is, you know, f- a four year in the making website. Like yeah. I'm continually Same. adding to it. So when you're going and looking at other people's websites for inspiration, which you totally should do, mm-hmm. um, like don't get don't get overwhelmed with like, well, they have so much and I have to build out so many pages. Like just right. keep it one page yeah. simple yeah, and, and then build, and off, then build off of it as you know, you, you uh, grow. Yeah. It's easy too. I mean, like I use Wix. Do you use Wix or Square? Um, I use Wix right yeah. now. And I mean, you could do like, they, they make it super easy for you. And I actually use their like templates and like just did a really quick website and then um, when I felt like it, I actually went into like the more like building it, like, yeah, um, advanced. Yeah, yeah, I did the advanced thing. And so, cause in my website, I think is awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also if you want to get into like the really cool, like building it and stuff, you could go onto Canva and yeah, make your own templates and like, you know, do it that way. But yeah, I like, I like Canva. Canva is a really good program. That's a program, a website. And it's also an app that you can go on and you can create a lot of marketing material for yourself. Um, They have a lot of just um, templates and layouts that you can use. Say you want to send out a flyer. Say you want to make your business cards. You want to make um, art for your website. You want to, you know, make a header for your Facebook. You want to, you know, it has all of these templates that you can go in and um, and we make, we make logos through Canva. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's a good tool. Yeah, it really is. Um, here, I'll unlock it for you. <laughs> um, I want to talk about word of mouth. Yes. That's because yes. that's huge. I, at this point, like I cut all my advertising, like, I mean, not all, like the, the advertising I was paying for this year, um, due to circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid oh. circumstances. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I'd say about. It's 50-50 with me. It's 50% word of mouth, 50% Instagram hashtags for me. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that's really important when you're first starting a business is to make a list of all the people that you know, even if you haven't talked to them. Like, make a list of all the people, like, all of your – everybody who's, like, you know, local and who's, you know, nearby who could come and support you in business um, and start calling them. Like reach out and be like, hey, I'm opening a beauty business and I'm you know going to be offering these services and like, you know, just tell people what you're doing. Um, even if they don't come in, you can be like, I like I'm starting out. I'd really appreciate it if, uh, you know, you just kind of help me put the word out. Yeah. Uh, th- and that's a good. And what I did, too, was everybody that I knew, I give them my card. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't give them just one card. I'd give them, like, two or three because mm-hmm. they'd have them for themselves. And then if they, like, it ever came up, like, oh, yeah, my friend Megan, like, she does lashes. Here's a card. They have an extra card. So that's a habit that um, I always tell my um, my students that come in to, <laughs> to um, um, I almost said ghost me, <laughs> to shadow me, Jesus Christ, <laughs> to shadow me. Like, I always tell them, like, give when you're giving out cards, give, like, two or three um, because, um, they're more than, uh, apt to like hand them out because, mm-hmm. you know, it, and they always do yeah. like, 
they always end up giving out cards and um the clients that i give cards to they always come back like i need more cards so it's like it's kind of cool because yeah. people are actually doing kind of the work for you exactly i mean so. And it's so like think about anything like personally that i've ever done if somebody comes to me and they're like oh my god i just had the best freaking service you know and i'm like wait tell like tell me tell me like (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna keep it from me Mm -hmm. tell me who you went to damn it (laughs) (laughs) like i need their number now don't keep it you've been going to them for two years what the (laughs) fuck you're holding out on me (laughs) like but for real like people love a good like when you go and get something done and you come back and you're like that was amazing like word of mouth is always the best i'm always wanting to go well and also like that also gives people that trust because when it comes to beauty um beauty services it, it it's always a trust issue yeah so when someone that you know says like hey man i got my nails done and they did such a good job people are like wait what Okay, tell me where, because, like, I'm always looking for a nice, clean nail salon or, you know, like, oh, my God, like, my brows, holy shit, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a two-way road, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So definitely word of mouth is very important. Yes. Um, I would also say, like, don't be afraid to, like, tell your clients, like, in the beginning, be like, hey, I'm just starting out, like, if Mm -hmm. you, you know, enjoyed my services, like, and you have a friend that you think would enjoy it too, like, please um, pass them along my name, Um, and then I remember in the beginning, I had a referral program, Um, I don't do that so much anymore, just because I have so many regulars now, I can't, I just can't really do it anymore, Mm -hmm. but, um, uh, for brows, I, I will still do a referral program for people, but my other services, I, at this time, I don't. But in the beginning, I did, and I offered was, like, a new client um, discount. I did, yeah. like, it, I think I did, like, 20% for, 20% off for um, each person, like, for the new client and then for the person that referred them. Um, with brows, I was doing, like, if you refer um, two friends to me for microblading, um, you'll get um, $100 towards a service. Nice. That's, I mean, and that's a good incentive, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you get $100 and I just you just gave me two people. Right. And that I, you know, I benefited from it. And so it's a win win all around. Um, This kind of segues unless you have more points to to share on that. But when starting out and I know that we have touched on this in kind of briefly in a previous episode, but when you're starting out. It's very important to also know that just because your friends and family are coming in to support you, it doesn't mean that they get free or half off <laughs> services. You know what's actually so great is because I wrote that in Mistakes Made. <laughs> Freebies to friends. Yeah. Um, I definitely had a couple people take advantage of that, mm-hmm. and I had to nip that in the butt. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know what? Nope. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I will do a friends and family discount for very small. Yeah. Like, there's, there's only a handful of people that I, I extend a fr- friends and yeah. family discount to. And it's literally like my immediate family. 
Uh, the only person that gets free stuff is my mom because yep. she gave birth to me. That's the only person <laughs> that I give free services to as well. Yeah. My mother, she paid for me to go to beauty Same. school. And yep. um, so I'm going to, and yeah, yeah, she pushed me out her badge. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, it really is. And that deserves free beauty and services for life. my bullshit and still does to this day so yeah she gets free facials (laughs) for life but like when you when you say like hey like i'll give you a free or half off or whatever you're setting that precedent yeah and they'll expect it and Mm -hmm. in all honesty um any friend that expects free or discounted um work is no friend at all because a friend should always want to support you want to support you in business um and that goes for our clients, too. And I, we all, all of us mm-hmm. as a whole have made this mistake when starting off. Yeah. You know, you're hungry for clients, like half off of everything. Yeah, that Don't was another that. mistake made. Um, yeah. Handing out discounts and discounting your work. Um, Don't do it. Just don't do it. Like, don't do it. Like I said, like I would do a, a new client discount. And after that, no, you yeah. don't. Like you don't you don't get a discount every time you come in. I can't discount every time. And I'd say don't do that forever. Just do it when you're starting out. Like new client discount, that's it. Like do it and until yeah. you are comfortable enough with you, you think you have enough clients, that's it. That's all. Because in all honesty, you're still like, I don't know, you're inviting trouble that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that just don't do it. Yeah. Unless now I would have to say like, there's kind of like leeway with that because starting lashes, you know, of course, if you're starting out, that's, I, I would say, even like, I guess with brows too, like you're going to price yourself where you think that your level of um, awesomeness is. And as mm-hmm. you grow, you, you yeah. raise your prices, but it's kind of a hard thing to gauge too, because when you're starting out, you don't want to be too cheap. Because you still have to pay for the products and mm-hmm. you're still working, but you don't want to, I don't know. It's just I also say you also want to be careful starting off too cheap, too, because yes. people aren't going to take you seriously. They're going to be like, why are their services so cheap? Like, and is this is, it's almost a red flag for people. Well, that and you're inviting a, a, not the greatest person to come to yeah. you, too. Because then I would have to say if you have cheap you know, services, you're inviting a person who is going to be a pain in the ass. I, like, I'm just going to go at it. Like, you know what's so crazy? Like, honestly, that you say that, like, all the people that I had in the beginning that I, like, had lower rates, I was using Groupon, like, all those types of clients, they were. They were just problem Horrible. clients. Horrible and then people. as soon as I saw my fucking value and I was like, oh, yeah. I probably should, like, value myself and my work a little yeah. bit more. And then I started attracting in clients that valued me. Right. And they had no problem with paying paying the price of service. But all these people who were getting the discount, they were like, well, I want this too. And it needs to be a discount and free because mm-hmm. it was last time. And I'm yeah. like, no. Like, no. They're nitpicky too. Yeah. They're nitpicky. So, Blech. yeah. Avoid that. And you that. don't want that. Avoid those mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about boundaries oh my god boundaries are that goes to another thing i feel like when you're first starting out it's so much easier to have like no boundaries or like just very loose boundaries because you're afraid of losing clients yes and i feel like when you are starting out um those uh, certain clients can sniff that out mm-hmm. and they can be pushy. Yeah. Like um, I remember I would have set days off and that's one thing that comes with the boundaries. Have set days off. Yep. 
have them set and do not budge because when I was starting out, I swear, like I'd have a couple of clients that sniffed it like, oh my God, she's new, new blood. And they would want to come in like on a Sunday and I tell them, no, sorry, I have it all. Well, it's really important. Like I really need to get in. Like it's an emergency. And I go, all right, you're a paying client. I need clients. I'm going to go in on my day mm-hmm. off. Don't do that. Don't do it. If they really want to see you, they will come see you normal business hours and days. It's really hard, though, when you're starting out because you, you want that client. You're hungry for clients, but, mm-hmm. like, stay strong. Yeah. Stay strong. I do agree. <laughs> um, do you want me to talk about my trademark? I was literally just – that was literally the, t- <laughs> the line that I was looking at, mistakes made. Let's talk a little bit about trademarking okay. and when you should trademark, when you don't need to really worry about it, yeah. and, and why you should worry about it. <laughs> so when I started my business um, – I jumped ship from a, a spa that I worked at, and I started off by myself at a Phoenix salon. Um, and I named my business Skin Geek Aesthetics. And I, f- I feel like I'm invoking the demon saying the name. But, um, Are we allowed to say it? It's trademarked. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So um, I, did, I did everything right. So this is what you should do. And even if you do everything right, it may still come back to bite you in the ass. So mm-hmm. what I did was um, I searched, I Google searched um, Skin Geek Aesthetics. I went onto Facebook and searched Skin Geek Aesthetics. I went onto Instagram, yeah. like everywhere. When you're making a business name, you go and you, you ha- do your yeah, due diligence. You have to, you have to do go the research. figure out if somebody else has already named that. Right. So um, nothing popped up. The only thing that popped up was Skin Geeks, and they were um, based in Scotland. So in, it was more like a, I think they were a podcast, in all honesty. But um, they were in another country. So it's like, okay, well, I'm in the clear. So I was in business for a year. Um, and uh, it was the day after my birthday. I remember this. Um, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I was checking my email, and I, I – it was an email that popped up and it said skin geek. Um, so I was like, Oh, this looks like spam. Mm-hmm. But I clicked it and it just said, um, you are infringing a uh, trademark. This is our name. Please cease and desist. No one signed the email. So I brought it out to my husband. I was like, does this look like a, like spam or a scam? And he's like, yeah, fucking delete it. So I'm like, okay. So I delete it. But then I like sit and I'm thinking like, I have a really bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. So I went on to Google and I searched Skin Geek again and all of a sudden, bam, this Skin Geek, um, it wasn't aesthetics, but it was like Skin Geek, um, like spa popped up in Florida. I'm like, that's fucking weird because I, I searched, I did my thing. Mm -hmm. So I retrieved the email out of my trash bin and I emailed this person back. I'm like, you know, please explain what the, what's going on. Well, it's this dude, and he owns this place, Skin Geek, and he, like, employs 15 estheticians, and um, he had just made it – he, he's been in business for, like, ever, but he had just made a, a, a website, and so he discovered me when he made his website because apparently he lives in 1980 and doesn't have a freaking website until, <laughs> you know, 2019 or whatever, 28, I don't know what yeah. year it was. But anyway, so I contacted a, <laughs> a trademark attorney. Um, that cost me a pretty $500 to talk to him for one hour. And pretty much he did research and he's like, pretty much this guy, um, 
this man that trademarked Skin Geek, he trademarked a shit ton of like words. So how trademark works is you could trademark a word or two, um, but you can't trademark um, words like car or boat or air yeah, or it's like super super genetic yeah generic. it has to so he trademarked the words skin and geek and so how trademark working works is you choose an industry so he chose obviously the beauty industry so within the beauty industry no one can use the word skin or geek um and yeah together <laughs> to get no both both yeah no okay so he so (laughs) how could you if i want the word skin if i know i know it's very weird but like if you were to start a business emma and wanted to call it the geeky esthetician you wouldn't be able to what if i just wanted to call it skin you know, and that's the weird thing, too, is that he explained it to me. It had to be a combo. Okay, so it's mostly the name Geek. Um, but, yeah, so if, like, any, any like, Geeks, Geeky, whatever. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't. And so here's the kicker. So I had to change my name because he was getting all pissy. So the fun thing is, is that I made this neon sign. I had it special ordered. that said at Skin Geek aesthetics um and i had it in my room for like two two days and i had to take it off because i was not skin geek aesthetics anymore so um i emailed the guy back i was like okay you know i'm changing my name well two days later he's like you're still coming up on search engines it's like motherfucker i had to contact google and tell them to take it off and so because of caches do you know like search caches Mm mm-hmm you have to wait like a full on year for that to recycle out. So I had to sit down and explain to this motherfucker in Florida, like, hey, hey like, this is how the internet works. Yeah, Welcome. I, yeah, I changed, like, I spent a lot of money changing my, like, I had to change my logo. I had to change my name on my website. Like, I, I had to change everything. Your domain name. Everything. All of that. Yeah. And that cost me a lot of money. And so the, and it was crazy sauce too, is that my Instagram handle was, skin geek sd and so i actually emailed mr florida man like hey can i at least keep my handle and he's like no uh no i'm in the process of emailing all skin geek aesthetics or skin geek anything on instagram to cease and desist otherwise i'm gonna sue them so (laughs) what a dick anyway um so i changed my handle and um there is no more skin geeks left (laughs) So crazy. <laughs> so I just, you know, it's one of those things where you can do everything that you, that is necessary mm-hmm. and still it might bite you in the ass. Yeah. So another thing that you should do too um, is go to um, the trademark website. I don't know the name of it, yeah. but um, and check to see if, you know, your name, your business name idea has been trademarked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I actually, you know, I ran into that um, with something else. I was doing this little side thing and it was, you know, it was going to be called uh hemp defense i own the domain website still to this day yeah it's for sale if you want it if you're listening (laughs) um and then like after i and i owned it for like years and then like just last year i was like all right i'm actually gonna go do something with this and uh then i go on and i realized that somebody out of like oregon um portland area had trademarked that name and i was like 
damn it (laughs) and then like i was like trying to get in contact with them because i was like dude i own this domain name like buy it from me yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah it's um i don't know i i think that like people i don't know people in the industry unless you have like this huge like salon and you're about to franchise it trademark it but i don't see any I don't know. I, you know, and, and there's two types of trademarks too. Let Mm -hmm. me just say that too. So there's a trademark for the whole United States Mm -hmm. and there's a trademark for States. So, um, the skin geek Mm -hmm. aesthetics obviously was trademarked for the whole United States, but you could trademark something for just like, even like global trademarks and stuff too. Yeah. As well. But it costs between five, 500. So if you have a really kick-ass name and you want to make sure no one fucking takes it, then make sure you trademark it. Right. I, you know, and think about, I shouldn't call the guy a mother effer. I mean, it's, it was, it was devastating to me and he was protecting his investment. I shouldn't be, but is it was it was and that like, was a mistake made and learned. it was a mistake yeah and you know whatever I'm aesthetics by Megan now womp womp really exciting name but you know whatever it's okay I still do a bomb job on yes. lashes yeah I do mm-hmm. I'm just kidding I do wait <laughs> oh. oh god is there anything else on our on um our list? let me check you have a really nice list I must say yeah. Oh, Disneyland might open again? What? Okay, I got to stop getting distracted. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, unorganized back-end bookkeeping <laughs> accounting. <laughs> yes, we are yes, all hi. guilty of that. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so crazy is, like, I love things really clean and organized, but when it comes to, like, my, like, bookkeeping and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's a fucking shit show like when i have to do my taxes like my ex was like uh we're gonna do our taxes can you be ready tomorrow and i was like (laughs) you're funny that is hilarious i was like yeah no this is gonna take me at least like a couple weeks to figure out all of this because i have to like go back for the entire year and look through all of my bank statements all everything especially this year this year's a fucking shit show it is like this was when i was open now we're close this one yeah (laughs) god damn it uh yeah yeah it'll be very interesting but yeah um i would definitely recommend um being more organized than me when it comes to that and um i know that i do this to myself every year and that that week i always freak out and it's just like a week that I end up having to take off of work and literally just completely focus on getting my books together so that I can do my taxes. And I know that there's so many apps out there that could literally track it for me the entire time. And if I just mm. went in there and did it. I, I, You know, I guess like I love misery because like I always <laughs> think about that throughout the year like, oh, I should be more organized. But then I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather be miserable for about two months when I'm doing the, t- it's fine. It's fine. What's two months out of 12? Like, whatever. It's fine. But yeah, yeah no, I, um, fuck taxes. God damn it. I hate it so much. But yeah, just like, I mean, it's just like the preparation for it. That's just like really just drives me mad, honestly. Just um, getting everything together. This just popped in my head. And I remember reading this because I asked this question on Instagram, like, um, and it really popped out to mm-hmm. me. Um, and it really is with the beauty industry is, you know, scheduling clients and this comes back to boundaries, but, um, 
a lot of people don't like booking, like, let's say you don't book, you do book online, but let's just say you don't book online because you don't want gaps because people just schedule themselves willy nilly. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer to have, um, clients have free reign in booking or would you rather book them yourself so you could control your, your schedule? I think my schedule is so busy now that I don't really worry about it because yeah, I mean, like, before, it used to drive me crazy if I have gaps, but I don't have gaps anymore. It's rare that I have gaps. You know, I have gaps once in a while, and... I usually I, end up filling them. I, I, I either do that, or I'll contact my very last client and go, like, hey, you want to come in earlier? Like, yeah. I'm, you know, there's... Yeah. I don't know. I seem to, especially after COVID, like, I would, I would be booked solid, but there's just, like, maybe every other week, I have, like, a couple gaps where it's, mm-hmm. like... All right, I got to text these because I don't want to just sit here. I mean, we have a TV now, so it's nice, but (laughs) I could just watch an episode of The Office and be fine. But (laughs) I know that that's just one of those things that I love online booking. Like I prefer online booking. Um, That's something definitely actually starting out that I would recommend getting like doing an online booking thing because people I find that when I start, like, I didn't do online booking always. Like, when I first started out, I didn't have it. Yeah. But when I started doing online booking, I actually started getting more bookings because people could book with me at 3 o'clock in the morning when they were up or, like, yeah. and I didn't have to do the whole back and forth of, like, this is my availability. What's your availability? And, like, that. that. And it's, like, here's my schedule. Yep. Go online. Look at your schedule. <laughs> Find a spot that works best. Like, it's just makes it a lot more convenient for me. But yeah, I, I, I understand that like frustration of having gaps and stuff, but honestly, that's kind of part of the, the, <laughs> the growing pains. <laughs> this does not have to do anything with like that, but doesn't it just kind of like make you want to rip off your hair when you have a client and they're like, I need to get in at this date at this time okay well here is my schedule go ahead and schedule yourself and pick the time oh no I'm too lazy to do that I don't want to oh yeah no I have a couple clients that are like oh I I I don't um I don't feel like I don't I don't have uh I'm not smart I'm not smart enough (laughs) I don't do technology like that and I'm like cool so let's spend 30 minutes texting each other asking what does this time work for you no cool okay what about this time yeah, I mean, I really, like, nip like nip that in the butt pretty early on. I'm, like, book, pre-book out with me yeah, when you're here um, or book online. I'd say about 99%. I always ask people that I, when they're here. I'm, like, I'm, most people I book out yeah. if they're here. Right. Um, and, and then if they don't book out and they're, like, oh, yeah, I'll reach out to you if I'm ready. And I'm just, like, yeah, just book online when you're ready. Right. Yeah. I just tell them just, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm not like, oh yeah, text me. I'm like, no, (laughs) no. Book book. online when you're ready. Yeah. And I like online booking too. Your Instagram stopped. Oh no. Sons of bitches. That's okay. Bye Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Sorry. It's okay. I don't remember. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's, um, I think those are like the major mistakes that we've made and, and stuff. Like I think I, the only other thing that, like, kind of sticks out for me is, like, being all over the place. And, like, I really realized once I kind of focused in on, like, where the money was coming from and where I wanted the money to come from and not be all over the place. Yeah. That I had a lot more, like, success. Yeah. And things, too. I think, too, like, you know, the, like, standing strong too uh, 
which comes with boundaries. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you gotta, you have, you have to have rules, you have to have boundaries and you can't let your clients walk all over you. I'm not saying all clients walk all over you, but there will be clients that will try to like, kind of bully you into like, you know, I need a discount or like, you know, that kind of thing. So I think another thing that helped me when I was starting out and still to this day continues to help me is like doing my self work. Um, doing my self-care for myself because if I'm not taking care of myself and how can I take care of other people I mean we're right. in an industry where we're where our hands are on people we're exerting so much energy um, to help people feel better and we yeah. have to make sure that we're feeling great too and uh, keeping a good mindset especially when you're starting out it's such a fucking head game you're, yeah you, like really I is. just remember fighting myself being like like you're not gonna be able to pay your rent this much like you're you know like you're doing so shitty and and but and like fighting that like self-talk in my head and being like no I got this like I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna get you know x you know I need this amount of sales how am I gonna make that happen yeah like just changing changing my um, dialogue internally um and and reading books business-minded books that would help me get there reading um I'm big into like self-help books and um mindset and law of attraction and just stuff like that but um those all really help me in business a lot can we talk about refunds for a second (laughs) refunds yeah okay especially in the lash community and if anybody (laughs) anybody that does lashes um gets this this is like the most talked about thing in a lash um group on facebook is um refunds so and this has to do with any kind of service that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you're not going to be able to please everybody. So let's say, like, let's say I did a lash set and this client hated it or, you know, some fell out or whatever, and they want a 100% um, refund. No. no. I want to do that. Nothing. No way. No. No 100% refund. Mm-hmm. So there's two avenues that you go down, and please, I'm begging you guys, Unless yeah. like you you poked someone's eye out or did something yeah, absolutely horrid, do not. Blood yeah, like, no one. You really you fucked up. Like you yeah. really fucked if up. You know that you fucked up. Then yeah, sure, a hundred percent. But here's what you do if you come into that situation. And I know that we are all guilty of giving refunds because when you're new, like I guess Emma's not, but I did. <laughs> I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. Um. So this is why you don't. I mean, if you want to give them like a little bit of a discount, not discount, but a refund, that's fine. But you have to always like this is going back to valuing valuing yourself. You did the work. You spent your time. You spent your time. You used product on them. And that is not refundable. You used it. It was on them. You used it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so that's why you never do 100 percent discounts you always offer like come back in like i will most definitely like fix the problem whatever um when people um want a 100 percent discount um that's a major red flag with a client Mm -hmm. Um, oh and i always ask for pictures if somebody wants to most and yes or say you need to come back in yeah i won't just be like no oh here's a refund right i've had two i've had two situations where well one, I just handled it, and they didn't ask for me for a refund. Yeah. The first one, I, ha- I did a lash something, and uh, <laughs> it didn't take. And so she texted me, and she's like, she's like, they just, they just didn't 
curl like I wanted them to curl and I just was like all right can you send me can you send me a picture and I looked at the picture and I was like yeah I I agree I don't feel like you got the results that we were both um you know aiming for yeah and um I was like I think your lashes might have been a little bit stubborn um if you would like um I can offer you to come back in and I can um try to redo if you don't want to do that then I am willing to offer you a partial refund I will not give you a full refund and fortunately she didn't you know she didn't ask she didn't press me for a full refund so um I ended up giving her um a 50 percent refund because that covered still covered my my uh cost and like that's so rare for me like it 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 doesn't happen so like in that situation I was like and I told her I was like honestly this this has never happened to me before and I communicated that like I've been doing this for years and I've always had you know great results this is you know so different like I don't know your lash your lashes just didn't take maybe you know maybe it was an error on my my bad where maybe the solution might not have been good I don't know like but I I was like, I just opened, you know, so I, I just, it didn't make sense, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta fix this situation. Right. And then I had it happen just recently, actually, like a month ago, same thing happened. The, the lashes didn't take. I took, took the thing off and I was like, I was like, what, what happened? Yeah. Like they didn't, it didn't take. And I just looked at her and I was like, I was like, before I even handed her the mirror, I told her, I was like, Hey, I just did all that. And it didn't take. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've only had this happen one other time. I was like two years ago and uh I don't know what it is I just opened new stuff yeah and this, it should have worked so and I was just like I'm only gonna charge you half today yeah and, and that's she was, and she was like okay and I was like and if you want to come back in and try it again like you know in a, in a little bit we can you know adjust processing times and yeah. see if we could you know try it again and I uh yeah and I think that you know when you are starting out in I think it's very important to be upfront with your clients, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that if you're upfront, then your client will be more apt to not not cause problems, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so. no. Like if something happens like that and you need to address it, address it. Don't wait for your cl- don't be like just gonna wait and see if they yeah. notice it's no. like no 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 you if have, you yeah. notice you're the professional you know if right. something's not right or something didn't turn out how it's, you know should have you need to say something right yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah I feel like we could do a part two on this but I can't think of anything else yeah I think that this was <laughs> a really informative podcast though I, so I, I hope really this really too. helps um people who are starting out who want to build a beauty business um if we want to do a part two on it, let us know yeah. um, other things that you want us to touch on or go in more in depth on. Yeah. Um, next episode is Oh Shit Moments, which I'm I'm so excited about this. One. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a guest on here. Um, we could ask Sue, but I feel like we should ask one more person. Yeah, it would be cool to have um, four of us on here. Yeah, because so. I feel like we... There's always those shit moments yeah. that are, I'm, you know, I would love to have on a cosmetologist for some oh shit moments because I oh, feel dude. hair people, yes. they have a lot of like, no offense, but like crazy, Fucking crazy people and like, they, yeah, like, and just like, 
yes oh shit moments probably like especially you see all those like haircutting videos and you're like oh, yeah. they twist the bangs yeah. oh, and they Jesus. cut it and they like cut their things like way too short i'm like i'm sure that happens in the salon too <laughs> <laughs> i my sister-in-law's a, a a stylist and like every time you see her like okay <laughs> tell me about <laughs> the crazy great. clients you've had and she's like oh shit yeah but i mean yeah i feel like there's more oh shit moments in hair than yeah. there is in the aesthetic community yeah <laughs> God. I mean, I've had some oh shit moments happen to my oh, hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, this was, I really like this episode. It was yeah. really informative. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share my misery in the trademarking thing. Please don't <laughs> let that happen to you. Yeah. At least I didn't get sued. Jesus Christ. It's where's a- some wood? <laughs> it's actually crazy because I know somebody who locally that that just happened to them, too. And I was just like, oh, no. You know, yeah, and you know, I okay, and it really discouraged her too. So I was like, yeah. I was like, girl, I know it sucks, but you can't just close your business. No. Like, I know that's one thing that went through my brain. Time I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna quit. But you know, I'm very lucky that the man did not like go. Okay, well, I'm gonna sue you because yeah. you know, out of nowhere. So. Thank you, yeah. Mr. Florida man, for gave not you a, gave you a warning. Give me a warning, Jesus, yeah. Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. So, um, that'll do it for was it season two, episode, episode two. two? So yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys later. <laughs>